Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. Really honoured to have the Minister for Agricultural, Fisheries and Forestry and Minister for Emergency Management, Senator for Queensland, Murray Watt, joining us this morning. Uh, Murray, good morning. Uh, thanks so much for being with us on Rural Queensland today. You've been on this show before and, and, and I understand firstly just how busy you are at the moment with what is going on. I, I'm going to start straight up. Hey, how, how are you going with it all? I mean, you come into a, uh, obviously the coalition, and um, and, and you're straight into A grade. It, it, you, there was no warm up match. There was no uh, there was no uh, little softening period. It, it's just been full on from the very beginning. Yeah, no, it's been a very busy start, Bobo, because um, of course we had the New South Wales floods hit, and I was dealing with that in emergency management role, and then foot and mouth disease got to Bali, so everything's ramped up really fast, but. You know, when you sign up to do politics and be in government, then this is the kind of stuff you've got to be ready for. So we've had to really step it up. Um, But, you know, I think I understand exactly how seriously people are taking this. And that's why both I, my office and our department are just slaving away, doing everything we possibly can to keep it out. I tried to get you on the show a couple of weeks ago and and I was really happy when you're – um, media advisor said, look, he's on a plane and he's heading to Indonesia. You've mm-hmm. been overseas and you've actually seen it firsthand. Can you just step mm-hmm. us through what is going on overseas from your perspective and how you believe that they are trying to implement it? Because the, the talk that we're getting at the moment is that the implementation of the vaccines and trying to get it under control overseas is nowhere near the levels it should be. Yeah, I thought it was really important to get over there myself, Ben. I mean, as you say, to see it firsthand, but also to have some meetings with their most senior ministers dealing with this outbreak. So while I was in Jakarta for just a bit over 24 hours, I met with the agriculture minister and the head of their natural disaster agency, which is now managing the outbreak. Basically, where we're at at the moment is that there's a bit over 400,000 infected animals across 22 provinces in Indonesia. It's obviously a huge country with thousands of islands. Uh, So that's the current numbers that we're working off. One of the pleasing things is that they are now ahead of that number in terms of vaccinations that they've administered. So the latest figures I had yesterday were about 660,000. That's probably gone up a bit since then. So they, they do seem to be getting on top of it by vaccinating more animals than they actually have infected. I mean, I think one of the things we need to remember is that in Indonesia, there's about 65 million uh, livestock animals. Um, So so that's still a relatively small number that are infected. Can you just repeat that number that was infected, mate, again for for us? Yeah, it's the latest figures I had were, as of yesterday, it was about 430,000 infected animals across the country. Yeah, it's a significant number. There's no two ways about it. Um, For sure. Yeah, but and and they are obviously being euthanised. Is that the process with with that with those numbers they're being euthanized at the moment um, most of them are um, yep. they are they they're sort of and the other thing that they have really started ramping up uh, particularly since I was over there is their movement controls that they've put in place um, to really limit the movement of livestock that's obviously a really important measure to stop the disease spreading uh, and we know that they have plans to administer more vaccines and we're seriously looking at what more support we can provide to them to do that um, because that's obviously one of the key steps. I mean, I think the other thing that was really important that I took away from that trip was that they are particularly focusing on Bali uh, and getting the outbreak under control in Bali. I don't have the current figures, but while I was over there, what they were saying was that there were about 500-odd 
animals that were infected in Bali, which is obviously a relatively small number, yep. um, but they are very much prioritising the vaccination program and the movement controls and other things in Bali because they recognise that that is an area where there's a lot of travellers coming in and out uh, and it's in their interest. If there's one part of the country to get under control, it's Bali. So, you know, I wouldn't want to say it's perfect, um, you know, and there's a lot of people out there saying that I'm not perfect in terms of what we're doing here. Uh, but I was encouraged that they are taking it seriously. Um, they know they've got a lot on the line themselves, whether it be about their own food security or their reputation internationally. Uh, and we, of course, want to stand side by side with them because it's in our national interest to help them get this outbreak under control. And that's why while I was over there, I announced that we would be providing one million vaccines for foot and mouth disease which I think is probably more than any other country has committed. Uh, but as I say, we, we are very willing to do more uh, in, in partnership with them. Okay. That's over there. The big worry is here. Um, mm-hmm. now, and, and that's the big worry. Now, we had David Littleproud. I know he's a friend of yours away from politics, but we had him on yep. Monday and he said that he suggested and that they suggested that you guys implement mats three weeks ago, longer mm-hmm. than that, and then – that now it's only happening that the mats are starting to be implemented at these airports. Mm. Can we just talk about the real the real worry? And I don't – there's been a lot of hysteria. There's no two ways about it, and I'm going to get to the devastation if it happened. But mm. why have we – and I don't believe we need to stop the planes either. I don't think that's mm. the answer. But why have we not had these mats, these wash mats, to try and, and mitigate any um, of this disease coming in earlier than, than where we're talking today. Yeah. I think, uh, look, I would have liked those mats to be in place more quickly than they were myself, uh, Ben, but the reality is um, that we're doing something that no Australian government has ever done before in rolling out these sanitised foot mats to every international airport in the country. I mean, to be honest, I think it's a bit rich for David to be complaining about the length of time it took when this outbreak actually reached Indonesia back in May when he was still the minister. He didn't even order foot mats, let alone put them in. But the minute we we took office and the minute it got to Bali, apparently we were supposed to do it overnight. It probably would have helped if the former government had actually ordered some foot mats at least, let alone put them in place. So we've managed to get those foot mats in place. Um, a bit over two weeks from when that outbreak got to Bali. Yeah. And that was because we went out and did an international search for the match. You know, these, these are not the kind of things you can just go down to Bunning and pick up and chuck in your ute. These are heavy uh, wearing industrial strength foot mats that have to be sprayed with citric acid. Yeah. Um, so we ended up having to place a special order um, to get them and then freight them around the country. So I would have loved to be in a position that the very next day after it got to Bali, we could put those mats down. Um, but that work hadn't been done before we took office, and so we moved as quickly as we possibly could. But, you know, as I say, it would have been good to have it quicker, but they're now in place. Are they operational now? Are they operational now? They they, they started getting put down in our airports on Monday, and the rest of them got done on Tuesday. So every every, basically every passenger who is coming in from Indonesia is now walking through a foot mat at one of our international airports. Uh, and that's obviously before they then might get on a connecting flight to head out bush. Um, so I, the other thing I think we need to remember is that the foot mats are important and they're useful, uh, but they're not a silver bullet. Um, I think that there has been a lot of focus on the foot mats. But to be honest with you, some of the other measures that we've put in place probably make even more of a difference, like putting in more biosecurity offices at our airports and our mail centres. We've also, on last week, we, for the very first time in Australian history, uh, declared biosecurity response zones in our airports 
And what that means is that our biosecurity officers have stronger powers to direct people to do certain things, whether it be walk over a foot mat or hand yeah. over certain items. Yeah. And again, you know, the, 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 that's why I'm saying to people, this is the strongest response we have ever seen from an Australian government to a biosecurity threat. We are doing things that no Australian government has ever done before. You know, the powers existed under the last government. They didn't use them. Um, Footmats weren't ordered. We're doing new things in addition to ramping up our biosecurity officers, our checks at mail centres. Because the other thing we need to remember is that as much as there's been a focus on barley and travellers, and that is a risk, the bigger risk is actually someone bringing in some sort of meat product into the country that contains live virus. So that's why we've also ramped up the number of officers at our mail centres sure. and every single mail item that is coming in from Indonesia or China is now being screened because that is such a big risk. Murray Watt, the Ag Minister, is our guest this morning. We're going to take a break, come back, rural Queensland today.